This is a Rooster Teeth production. swinging beat it's the new sound the kids are all talking about <laughs> hello everybody welcome Ooh. to the most you know what i needed to do real quick is mute the chat mute the rooster teeth I, window i, I was, was like no oh. that was also me i think that was also me i was like wait was oh like, shit oh shit it's like why am i hearing a uh, uh, uh fucking uh, hot topic metal uh in, the, in in my uh headphones uh there it is and now i've caught up now i heard my uh heard the theme song come up hot topic metal but not in a bad way i just no, want to be clear. not at all like hot no. topic metal in like a fun i'm excited to be in hot topic way i'm always yeah, excited in, in, in like, hot topic. In, a, in a in a like oh i'm like like 15 and i'm like the whole yeah. my whole life's ahead of me exactly uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to figure things out, man. Uh, so yeah, hello. Uh, welcome to the most. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Andrew Rosas. I'm the other one, Drew Saplin. Well, this is, uh, we have this and five more episodes, and then this show is probably gone forever unless something drastic happens. Unless there is a, a <laughs> steep increase. Zoe, what can you do to increase our viewership of the most? I can take my top off. <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? John, John, what can John? you do to increase our uh, viewership? Drop dong. <laughs> Drop what? Dong. Drop dong. Drop no. dong. I can one hundred percent guarantee That's... you that the no. the that seeing my wiener on any show will completely ruin John, the show. Uh, the the only question I have is: Does the curtains match the dress? Oh. No, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah, seriously, because that shit, that shit gets that get that shit gets more managed than this does. That seems like that also seems like single people shit. I'm sorry, like if you're in a committed relationship and you're dyeing your pubes the same color as your hair, uh, that's uh, that's a weird. Unless unless that's what your partner's into, in which case, uh, go for it. Have fun. Go for (laughs) it. Which case, Uh, find a new partner. Well, I'm just, I would be concerned with those chemicals so near, so close to like the most sensitive skin on your body. Let me just bring this bleach close to my um, my generals. I I refuse to Google this on my work computer, but do you think uh, they make like pube dye specifically like the color, like wild colored pube dye? They must, right? The dye I wouldn't be as concerned. Yes, they do. And it's it's like guaranteed dong safe. This one is called yeah, Brown it's... Betty. <laughs> Hair color for you... down there. Uh, I, I I would call it uh, I would call it Bush League. Bush oh, League. <laughs> Pube dye. <laughs> yeah. Man, coming in hot. Fire today. engine red. Fire uh, engine red. I like that this... in the conversation of how to save this show and get more people to watch it immediately derailed to talking about pube dye. Cody, Cody just slacked all of us and said, I'm cringing, which I don't know if that means he's actually uncomfortable or if he thinks it's very funny and is uncomfortable, but um, <laughs> for Cody's say, sake. A, a distinction without a difference, folks. Right. And at this point, uh, yeah, uh, we have uh, we have five more episodes left. This so one, it's, it. to be clear, it's we, we will do this whole hour. It'll be a whole episode. And then we have five more after that. And then uh, the countdown. I'm, so curi- I'm so curious about the meeting. Cause like we know we're getting canceled and they there's a meeting set at the end where it's just like who's in that meeting no don't tell don't go- say it goodbye the- <laughs> yeah it's just like, it's just a goodbye meeting i think it's just a good send off i just i've been in multiple <laughs> goodbye meetings so you know i just well yeah. how do they go is it uh fun is it a good time is there pizza i just want I mean, somebody with a rubber stamp i just want somebody <laughs> with a big rubber stamp that says canceled to like yeah Put it in the file. Yeah. I, and the, the, the meeting is where we all step on the ship and go to the undying lands. Like that's right. the meeting. As we get as we step onto the ship, we do say do goodbye. Do yeah, do exactly. And we sail off into that into that sunset. Uh exactly. Uh that's that's what I think that meeting is. Um so I said this in the pre-roll, and I, I was not kidding. I'm only talking about existential dread today. You can't stop me. I have too much to share. Let's uh, ha- let's have oh it. I, lay, here's lay it the out thing: there. me, you, and John, like Andrew, Drew, and John, all white white ish dudes in their thirties. Um, <laughs> white ish. Uh, 
uh, have there's plenty. No, there is zero ish in this no, there's room. An ish. Okay, roses, roses is an ish. Oh, um, that's right. I, I, I think of my whiteness being so dominating right. that it just it overshadows the the roses. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like but the combined efforts of the three of us create like an existential dread black hole. Like being a like a a, a dude in your thirties is just like I, that's all I think about. It's just like I'm gonna die. <laughs> And I haven't done enough. And yesterday was so far away. So I want to know, Zoe, I don't know how old you are, but I know that you're younger than me, John, and Andrew. What what do people of your age and not our gender, uh, what is your existential dread about right now? Apparently the same stuff, because everything you just said, I'm 25, by the way, resonated okay. with me. Um, constant fear of death is a big one. I'll get like a, a pain in my shoulder. But also acceptance of it. <laughs> not for me definitely See, not for me i yeah. think i'm at that you can be afraid of it when you're 25 at 35 is when you're like okay come it's from happening I'm yeah i'm ready <laughs> yeah definitely both the fear of dying and the dread of dying both of those things sure um and also every like somehow even though i am only 25 i also get the like i'm not doing enough i'm stuck that kind of thing but i think that's mm -hmm. also part of just being stuck in my house all the time because there is still a pandemic fun fact i think yeah i think that i realized this last the couple of weeks like I want my money back. It's been two years. Yeah. And I like start like when I was I was a fresh faced. We keep the receipts on this pandemic. Yeah, I was, I we was keep a the fresh fucking receipts. Thirty two year old going into the pandemic, being like, I have my whole life ahead of me, and now it's been two years, and I'm thirty four, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'd oh like God. to rewind or just start telling people I never aged. I just uh, at the end of my life, I'm going to be so pissed that I didn't do anything. What's oh yeah. I'm still thirty six. I'm I'm just I'm fuck it. I'm just you've been thirty six for as long as I've known you. Yeah, that's right. I'll be 36 for the next five years. Good. Uh, <laughs> I can't joke. I can't even uh, say that I'm not aging because I have children to remind me that I'm aging. Uh, <laughs> right. They're just every day you're like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. as tall as I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I forget, Zoe. I actually I don't, I don't forget. I don't know. What's the age difference between you and Kayla? Kayla is 27, I think. So okay. Two, she's, two years, she's a couple two or years three years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I knew you guys were both young and just didn't know like where that landed. Yeah, she's I a little I more millennial than I am. Gotcha. You're, you're you're more the I'm zoomer. I'm like a cusper. I'm a zillennial. Yeah. Zillennial. Oh, yeah. It's what, that's. What I was gonna say it's kind of like me. Difference. It's kind of like me right. us saying we're we're millennials because right. we technically are, but no one's gonna. Well, maybe me me with my 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 queer ass hair in the back. That might be a millennial. But like generally speaking, they don't look at people like us and be like, "Yeah, that's a millennial." It's like, no, you're probably like more like Generation X or something. I'm I'm like I'm just because you boys are just a couple years older than me. But like as as things were unfolding as I got out of college, they were all applying to me. It was like millennials can't like it was like this is what's happening with millennials. Like oh, this yeah. is happening to me right now. Yeah. Millennials just like the term millennial got coined the day I graduated college. It is just <laughs> like it was like a switch. Your peak millennial. Yeah. Yep, and yeah. I'm and I'm of the geriatric kind, so I'm uh, like I'm yeah. butting up, I'm butting <laughs> up on Gen X. Zo um, and thank God, I I couldn't handle being Gen X. I I I, I will say, oh, Andrew, the awful. thing I know about you, like I feel like the closer you get to Gen X, the le the less responsive you are to text messages. Like that's the rule. <laughs> like there's an inverse relation of like the old, like the more because you had more time without it and so like i'll text you and be like it could be three days it could be a week i just sent a letter in the i could have sent a letter in the mail honestly um, a letter probably better probably, I, yeah yeah i hate um, having a phone i hate it i hate, it. I hate, oh, I hate having it. a phone i would so much rather like I, a lot of it's weird because so many people will be like oh man if you call me it better be an emergency but honestly like sometimes i just want to fucking call andrew andrew it's so crazy. You've just landed on that. I think it's come full circle with me as well, where I definitely went through a long stint of don't call me, don't call me, don't talk to me. But now I'm just like, don't communicate with me. And if you need to call me, cause it means you actually need something like then, right, then, yeah. then, and then like, leave a message, leave a fucking message. You know, oh, like, yeah. do not call, leave a so-and-so missed call on my phone and leave no message. I will delete you from my contacts at yep. this point. Block. Here's, what yeah. I, here's what I want. I want you to text me 
are you busy right now? Can I call you so that I can say no <laughs> or yes or whatever? And then I want you to call me and we have a conversation. Or if you call me and miss the call, then text me what you want. I don't want to listen to you explain to me what you called me for. You can then text me and tell me what <laughs> I missed. So I need, a, I, need, I, need a little, I need a little call sandwich. I need a text sure. on either side. Zoe, what's your what's your preferred method of uh, of being reached? <laughs> I actually I used to be fully about texting, but actually Kayla is the person who does just randomly pick up the phone and call me about nothing, mm -hmm. and uh, I've really come to appreciate Lovely. that. Yeah, does she call or FaceTime? Oh, she well, we're on Android, so she, we can't FaceTime. Okay, okay. <laughs> she calls. I, that's the other thing is like I see people walking <laughs> around now in public, FaceTiming Ugh. people, and I'm like psychotic can i, I throw rocks at those people am i allowed to i think i'm legally allowed <laughs> yeah, I think absolutely so. um, i mean that well the, the thing like i i have fully come around on on preferring the phone call now and i i would almost uh you know i i would attribute it honestly to the pandemic because mm. like when you were out and more social and we're seeing people and like, you know, we worked together i'd see you guys at work in the office mm. like every day so if it was just like Oh hey, quick! Like, you know, what, what's that movie you mentioned like yesterday? Like, you you know, you just like a quick text could solve that, or a walk over from the office, or like, hey, we're getting lunch. You want to go? Whatever. Text works perfectly fine for that. But now that like so much of our interaction and our uh, uh, you know uh, fr friendship maintaining is so much more labor intensive, this is now text now text feels like so inadequate and this so. This is the impersonal. only. This is the only time. That's why uh, one thing I am like sad about the show going away. This is the only time I get to hang out with people from work and not have Aww. to be like have a point. I can just like be in an hour long thing <laughs> yeah. and just be like, hi, let's just shoot the shit. It's good to see you. I'm so yeah. happy that you're both on the show. You're yeah. both wonderful people. And then also the other thing that for me, I, I this is honestly, if I had a preferred communication, it would be the most because you <laughs> volunteered to be here. I get to hang out and talk to you for an hour. I, if I corner, if I corner the conversation, that's fine. It's my show. But like to Andrew's point, when we were in the office, nothing gave me more anxiety or again, existential dread. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Cody. Yeah. There it the is. most, a collection of coworker friends. Um, I was such a uh, fidgety person in the office. I would just, because we all had offices together, I would just go check on everybody. And it was so annoying. Like, it was one of those things where I was like, I knew I was annoying myself <laughs> and I clearly was annoying other people, but I couldn't stop. I would like go by and be like, hey man, what's up? Hey, you want to chat real quick? I got nothing to do right now. So I'm going to come bother you. <laughs> I, oh um, man. We, Drew, I, Drew, I, Drew, I, Drew was the coffee. king of darkening a doorway, hold like leaning against the thing with like a coffee mug. Hundred percent. Hey, just, just, <laughs> there, there was one time Andrew, you passively aggressively took your feet off your desk, and I was like, oh, I have to go home. I'm Whoa. going. Yeah, you're like, can I help you? And I was like, no, no <laughs> can one can I help me. Help you? This is a problem. <laughs> I think in terms of texts versus calls, there's also like an instant gratification thing about it. The way like social media, you'll post something on social media, you'll get a bunch of likes and you'll feel great about it. That instant gratification, like serotonin boost that you get. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because like, I'll send a text and like, I'll be at the grocery store. I'll send a text to my girlfriend be like, hey, do we need this? She won't answer me in a minute. I'll call her. She does the same thing to me. If she needs me to pick her up or something, she'll text me. I won't reply for literally a minute and then she will get on the phone and call me. It's funny. It's very funny. So I think that that is definitely a thing. I think that sounds. Hmm. I turned off all the notifications for the dopamine apps, and I feel like I get double dopamine from having. So like, I don't get like when somebody likes my tweet, it doesn't pop up as a badge on my phone. I have to open Twitter and then like look and like go find. And so uh, hot tip for people who uh, like that little bump of dopamine, turn off your badges because then you go check the app and you're like, oh, a present. Oh, what hey. could it be? Like you don't it's know like, what it's it like, is. Yeah, Ooh. it's like checking the mail without if yeah. you don't have. Yeah. Uh, although I even took that joy away from myself because I have uh, that the USPS informed like, delivery. Uh, informed delivery, <laughs> so it tells me what I'm getting every day because uh, I need to know. But it's so funny. So this is uh, this is a perfect segue. So my the most popular tweet I've had in a long time was very recently, and it was just because I posted a picture of the fact that I have. 50,000 unread emails yeah. in my uh, Apple mail account. Is that, that's uh, the which, max amount, correct? Like that's as many. No, like it, it can go. I, I, there people were like replying like, Hey, those are rookie numbers. And they had over a hundred thousand. Oh, Jesus. Um, and what's so funny is that like 
to me, I don't like it does not bother. It did not bother me. I, I reset it to zero. I said, Mark, all is red. Uh, and and to, to give people some peace of mind. Uh, but like, didn't bother me. I didn't see it. Um, I also had a lot of like missed calls because I get 15 fucking spam calls sure. at least a yep. day. And it just, and that sometimes they'll, and they all leave one second voicemails. Like there's nothing there. And so I'd like go, I delete them at the end of the week usually, but um, yeah, like 50,000 emails. It was one of those things where it's like, I just didn't see the number. I just don't like notice the number until it got to 50,000. I was like, oh, that's like a significant like number. And so I posted the photo and that like, it just, it is so funny how seeing that like gave people secondhand secondhand anxiety mm -hmm. that they were just like i i see that number and it's breaking like it hurts me to look at that and i was like ah, i don't know i don't it doesn't uh doesn't doesn't register to me but like <clears throat> that i i i feel like that I, people were like recommending oh yeah turn notifications off turn badges off and stuff like that and now i'm i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm like gonna you know completely you know brick my own phone just <laughs> Just so it, well, like I have to go searching for it, so it's not I'm like just glad chirping that, at me all day. That Zoe and Kayla both have Androids because I was Android forever, and then I was like, I'll switch to Apple because they have better security. And I have done nothing but want to throw my Apple iPhone as far <laughs> from my body as I can. Look at it; it, it folds. It wait, folds. is that a crease? Is that a continuous screen? Is yeah. it? Yeah. They finally fucking did it. Did they figure it Man. out? Oh, that's great. They figured they it out. This bitch on the front too. It's like a tricorder. Oh my god! Actually, like that, thing, that is that is pretty fucking dope. I'm honestly. going back. I'm going it's, back. I, I love it. It fits in all my pockets, all Here's my lady thing. pockets. Every time, every time I'm like, oh, there's this feature that I'm sure iPhone has because it was such a passing thing on my Android, like picture in picture. Like I want to listen to YouTube while I do something else. Can't do it. Doesn't exist. And it's just wait, like, it what? Yeah, Apple doesn't have like the the. I don't the... think so. Here's the thing. They might. I might be stupid. Like there's, it's a fine line between like, I'm confused as to where things are versus. I may be uh, so happy if they don't. I have tried. I they don't because like some apps you can run like in the corner or like in the background. I even think the Rooster Teeth app you can like watch in a smaller screen in the corner if you want to do other things on there or listen to it or whatever. You cannot do picture in picture or passively listen to YouTube without paying for it on right on, on it's like a on, whole on setup the, on, yeah on the on the iphone which is what a racket what a scam but fuck that so many people have like as soon as i got my iphone we're like oh you're like it's just such a big deal to people if you go blue like oh you're blue now like like Ugh. if you have an android phone who gives a shit if you're green or blue or you don't have the thing if you like commit to and i'm sure this is like this is one of those like nft things where it's every podcast talks about this <laughs> this is three white guys in their 30s and zoe and we talk about iphones and how they're different than android <laughs> um but like I had like it was it was enough people for me to be like weirded out by it was like six or seven people being like, oh, did you get a new number or is are you just an iPhone user now? And it was like, yeah, I, yeah, they'd be doing that. I, what is that? I, I I firmly believe like so we were talking when I was in the office yesterday, uh, John. We were talking about how like Adobe has this over a fucking barrel with like uh, Acrobat Reader and like DocuSign stuff. And like, because it's like, wow, it's pretty much the only fucking game in town. But then if you also wanna, like, Photoshop and also like, mm -hmm. like they have, they have the corner on them. And then also they just bought frame IO, which is like, how do you watch an edit and put notes on an edit? They oh, just have, Christ. and it's the, there is no alternative. It's yeah. But so I was going to say, I, I feel like Apple, if they, if Apple didn't have iMessage, if they didn't have the messenger service. Oh, the host toast yeah. it is like the probably the only like uh, uh, like le thing that it will stand the test of time in terms of because i honestly feel like i am an iphone user and i like i i like it fine but i truly believe like they have like, since the six nothing has really changed about them like there's no. no been no like innovation to the phone it's like oh we make the camera slightly better and it can like it looks like it, the screen is m marginally better, and that's like really all that happens to it. It's like we changed the edge of it. Like that's it's like sure. okay. Yeah. It's like we removed a home button, like <laughs> and a headphone jack. Don't forget. Oh, and removed a headphone jack. Brutal. That was uh, what, what ridiculous. That? I do have one oh, phone that remember? has a headphone jack. Still. This doesn't have one. I would oh, love. It doesn't have I would one fucking. Either. 
I would love a headphone jack so I could charge my phone and listen to something with headphones at the same time. I, I'll tell you, do you guys remember in the first Matrix, the first Matrix movie, which is a fucking banger? Go read. If you haven't watched the first Matrix, Matrix in a while, rewatch that oh, movie. Impeccable. It impeccable is movie. a masterpiece. It is so fucking good. Um, but, uh, and it's not just because they're owned by our company. Do you remember in the first Matrix movie, there was that phone that went and like slid out, like mm-hmm. had like a button oh, yeah. that like slid out. I remember when I saw that in 1999, I was like, that is the coolest the future, shit I man. have ever seen. Just like, and not six years later, we had screened phone, like a, a fucking phone with like, you know, a touch screen on That's it. That's how it's I felt insane. about, um, have you seen It Follows? Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, that yeah. weird Ooh, like sleepy. clamshell smartphone one of the characters has just like randomly thrown in there they don't mention it it's like weirdly <laughs> anachronistic that movie it's weird but it um, looks like a birth control case yeah it like, looks like a know, birth control like... case but it's a clamshell phone <laughs> and now we kind of have that because this bitch folds but Zoe, i wish it was shaped like a clam what you can make the hamburger phone with your phone and your <gasps> current set of skills like the your little your keycaps business shout out to zoe's keycap business i that could she makes do that dope shit but you could make the hamburger hi like yeah you but could I do, do have to bake it so i don't know how well that would work oh you well, <laughs> oh yeah i don't know enough about what you do but like i was thinking like a positive negative mold kind of thing i don't Ooh. know ask marcus hashtag ask marcus. I will. I'll hit speaking marcus. speaking of uh speaking of keys and keyboards i recently got a new keyboard a mechanical keyboard Ooh, yeah and, oh. I, and i fucking love full, it and i'm in the i'm in the process yeah, I'm in the, well, you know how you, because I've been, because for the longest time, I have two keyboards in front of my desk. I've been forever working on this Mac yeah. one, which has like, it's like the thinnest, thinnest profile. keyboard, yeah. Which. Free carpal you, tunnel syndrome. Free, it's yeah, free. Yeah, free, it's free. Um, uh, it has none of the tactile, like, so when I'm writing, I do, I, I hate writing on that thin one and on the laptop because there's just no tactile feeling well, of like you're doing yep. anything. And so I really like this mechanical keyboard They're for so writing. They're so much fun. And I'm in the process. What is that? It's a little keyboard brush. It's got Ooh. bristles. It's got bristles separated in a way that I can brush it across my keyboard. And then on top of that, shabap, a little nub <gasps> that uh, you oh, the gets nub in there. gets in Detail there and that work. kind of thing. Ooh, wow. nice. This is my keyboard brush. So this is, <laughs> I know. That's what I was doing. But then like I noticed that like because of like the spacing of my keys, like there was stuff in there that was like like just kind of clumping in there that yeah. wasn't getting so i was like so i just every once in a while i just do a little little sweep it's around just, it's my little it's my little like oh. it's my uh it's my sand zen garden is just doing that <laughs> yeah here's my, my here's my pitch like yeah. you know how bicycles have the tire lever like when you like undo the tire lever and it like separates the wheel from the bike yeah yeah you oh, should yeah. have that on the back of a keyboard that <laughs> lifts all of the keys out for you so you can get under them and then if anybody's Ooh. listening to this and you do this idea in real life uh, give me money. Give me this money. Is a great idea. Uh, but like lifts all the keys up for you a little bit. You shake it out and then you can like tab it back down that and then lock idea. it back into place. That is pretty. That's a good idea. I really want. So I'm in the process of like uh, 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 Frankensteining this keyboard to like make it as like Soviet as possible. Like I want to put some like 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 70s yellow and red keys on here to make it uh, very good. Uh, yeah, feel feel very like uh, like a, a, a control panel at Chernobyl. That's you what need, I want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, need to, to you need to get the the whole thing. <laughs> needs to be key operated like just yes. you need to be able to put a key in and then that's your, your bluetooth on and off needs so to be two you keys want like the keyboard in the the hatch of lost right exactly yes i want something i yeah, bet you exactly. they sell that i bet you they just 100%. sell hatch of lost keyboard what? so right if now. anybody out there like does makes keys and like dyed color keys let me know because I, I found these like i found the like nice like vintage kind of beige white ones and some good gray but i need i need i need like a, a soviet red and some yellow ones to like uh really bring bring this up to, to full speed do you want like what a pink you... a little pink lion instead or something oh that how, how about a that escape key beep, 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 beep. is that a uh is that, that a is that a Steven Universe? I forgot. I had a yeah. uh, Is that a Steven Universe reference? It is. What What do you think? Uh, as we were talking about the lost keyboard that they probably sell, what do you think the most obscure pop culture item is for sale? Oh, 
Ooh, I will geez. present to you the Darjeeling Limited teacups, which exist. They're not the cups that I want. I will repeat. I, there's some Darjeeling <laughs> cups from the movie that I really want. And they're not, they're not little teacups. They're glasses. Anyway, they sell the teacups. And that's a very specific, bizarre thing. Uh, anybody else have? Because I, I see it all the time. I see a bunch of advertisements for limited edition pop culture. Sure. Yeah. From the yeah, set exactly. or re or replicas. You're just like, set. I can go buy like but the mall ninja shit of like, you can buy Frodo's sword from the yeah. Lord of the Rings. And okay. yeah. the Get sting. Some real, some real fucking uh, sky mall shit. Some sky mall, oh, some, sky some mall. Spencer's, some like deeps, like, like clearance racket Spencer's check out the grandma's boy coffee table. Like just what is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That is a great premise. Just like, what's the most now do you want, do you want pitches for ideas or do you, or you want, or do you want things we I'll think actually both. probably like, exist? I, yeah. Like I'll take either. Like what, what is something that you want? I want clearly, I want the Darjeeling cups. I'd repeat if anybody wants to get me something for the last episode of the most, it's these fucking cups. A <laughs> going away present. Yeah. Um, damn uh, uh like yeah i'm trying to think of like what would be like an obscure enough movie like a button from the borrowers that you can sew onto a real <laughs> coat like i think i, I think uh, zoe, <laughs> I, I think zoe hit on it uh you want that clamshell phone from it follows yeah the 100%, that's it. i think that's phone. it yeah <laughs> get the clamshell phone from it follows yeah. for you today oh get well, the uh, midsummer bear suit um <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a sleeping bag. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Oh, no, it's the Midsummer Sledgehammer. That's what it is. Like, oh, need yes, to do some yeah. yard work? Here, it's the oh, Midsummer Sledgehammer. Uh, I feel like I feel like horror movies do have the most merchandising of any like genre of yeah. cinema. Where it's just like the Jason Voorhees hockey mask, or the like there's always some memorable I, and maybe, prop. And I think that maybe because like your your horror and your adventure, I would say horror and adventure both share that. Sure. So like 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 Indiana Jones and stuff. Mm. Um, share that because like so much of like horror and adventure and stuff like that is 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 built on lore and rules, and so mm -hmm. frequently those things are attached to objects because they're like symbolic. And so much of like what horror is doing, or like so much what horror as a genre is. Uh, a lot of the time is sort of symbology and and allegory and like morality tales and stuff like that so it helps to attach that to like physical objects as sure. like you know uh and 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 perhaps that maybe perhaps why the scream mask like there's also mm -hmm. something you want you, you know in, in a lot of horror you want something like visually identifiable so that you can anchor your fear to something there is a like image there's an object there is a a a piece mm -hmm. of a uh, ephemera that like sort of uh buoys you to that i think that's probably why my very half-assed film theory version of why guests are you guys big horror fans are you horror yeah, people big time what what draws you like only good horror or all horror? no i love bad horror it's probably why? my favorite genre why it's fun <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I said that. I said that like an you asshole. You said that so why? Yeah. No, why? I, I just, why? it was more like, it was, it was a Barbara Walters why. Like, why? Like, that's what I wanted to come out of right. my mouth. Um, oops. No, yeah. I mean, uh, literally, it's just a good time. That's it. It's a Johnny, good ass time. It's a good Are you ass a big time. horror fan? Yeah, I like horror. I I, I like, I, I don't think I'm as into uh, bad movies as much anymore, mostly because I get bored or i feel like uh, i'm yeah. wasting my time and because you're near death i understand yeah well I feel the same. i'm near death this one and, wild and precious life we're watching and, bad movies as opposed to someone like if i were to compare myself to zoe i'm someone who has more i don't want to like make my life anything worse or better but it's i have more responsibilities taking up a lot of my time sure um just you simply saying children. just the kids just the kids right. that alone and so um uh i i like i have a very finite amount of time and i find myself that when i focus on one media um or medium i uh, fall behind on other stuff like i'm either actually playing a video game that i bought and playing it through yeah. or i'm reading through the myriad of comic books that i've been wanting to read or i'm catching up on my netflix shows i'm never doing all those things simultaneously i'm in the same boat yeah
We lost Drew and VMix. He's coming back. We lost back. Drew and VMix. He's coming back. Um, uh, until we get Drew, until we get Drew back, uh, uh, serious Oscar snubs out there. Oscar check, noms check. came out today. Uh, big, big snub for uh, a Malignant. We, I cannot believe <gasps> Malignant as bad horror got snubbed at the Oscars. That well, horror, was horror doesn't doubt. go to the Oscars. Horror's Wait, not invited. Am I back? The Can you funniest movie of yeah. the year. We, I, okay, great. Yeah. Oh, but I don't know. VMix. That would be a I don't know about Cody VMix, but... answer. Cody. Okay, great. Okay, good. He's back. Um, no, I was just gonna. Yeah. Uh, uh, Malignant, funniest movie of the year. I loved that movie i was howling more than happy <laughs> terrific incredible incredible stuff i have not seen it it's uh oh you like bad horror oh it, get on malignant i will it's pretty is, impeccable it's so bad it's so bad looking um, it up it's perfect so the the thing i was going to ask before before i got muted i think cody just didn't want me to ask the question so like sure. i would identify me and andrew as like the like film kids, like we grew up on movies, we do movies and there's some people oh, at Rooster actually. Teeth, like whatever they do at the company is not necessarily what their brain is. My brain is movies. I think Andrew's brain is movies too. I don't want to speak for you, but then John and Zoe, would you guys say you're movie brained people or are you like, where do you come from? I feel like John, <laughs> you've always been like a design boy. Like I feel like there's different categories. Are you movie pilled or are you comic pilled? It's right, so exactly. funny. Video game pilled. It's so funny um, that you say design boy, because I would say while I maybe was interested in design at one point, it really did just become my job right. and not something that I was super passionate about. Um, I've always been a comic and movie boy. That's been my two things. I, I, I went to, I took, you know, I, there was a point in my high school career that I was rearing to go to film school. Okay. Like looking at big film schools like USC that were available, you know, close to me in California and that kind of thing. Um, like I did, tours of USC. I did tours of like UCLA, like to check them out. And honestly, it was a film teacher and how burnt out he was with the industry <laughs> talked me out of it. Um, and which was like, don't, which is, don't. Yeah, I'm yeah, a cautionary yeah. tale, son. It's shitty, uh, but also which, like, which is every film teacher that I've ever met. They're either, yeah, they either yeah. barely got into the industry and now are telling you how it be, or they broke into the industry and are so burnt out that they just had to go teach. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it's like now like coming full circle and having like, you know, incorporated my career, you know, on a, on a tertiary level to the film industry, mm. uh, online media and that kind of thing. Um, I think at some point I might've been like frustrated that he did that, but now I'm like, no, it's totally valid. Thank like God. his, his perspective of letting us know, like, like, you know, yeah, you're probably not going to make it. You're probably like one, you're probably not going to make it big. And two, you're going to work crazy hours in the industry for a long time. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be like that. So, but I, I, I've always loved and, and, been a movie person the movie theater has always been one of my favorite places in the world um and then just alongside that i have consumed comics avariciously since i was seven years old um and still to this day love to just keep going through and reading you know my x-men and that kind of thing zoe what about you what do you are you uh where do you fall on the um video game to movie to yeah. comic book gundam pipeline i'm in the spectrum I've done one Gundam in my life, so definitely not under there. Um, definitely video games, cartoons, and books. I was one of those kids who read a lot. I mean, most kids mm -hmm. do, but I still I was a literature major in college. But actually, kind of similar to John in a lot of ways, I um, started as a film major, and then my advisor hated me. He's this guy named Peter Hutton, apparently very famous in the avant-garde film world. Apparently, he films the Empire State Building for like six hours, and like that's the, the his uh, magnum opus. I think uh, I've seen that at the New York, uh, the Modern Museum in New York. I yeah. Think. So, wow. Yeah. He taught Ken Burns, I think, too, which is kind of cool. Um, but, like, other than that, I mean, he hated me. He actually did not let me become a film major. So I ended up going to literature. Um, and he Where the then, money is. Yeah. And then he yeah, died, like, exactly. later. So. Uh, but, yeah, the, I became a lit major. Um, but, yeah, I grew up mostly on cartoons and reading and playing my little video games for sure what games tracks this will be a generational difference between uh us what what are the cartoons did you grow up on oh um powerpuff girls was a big one mm. samurai jack 
Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. That era of Cartoon that Network. That era, yeah. And then, but uh, you, then as you I grew got up a little older, the... <laughs> like you grew up in the era of the thick outline around characters. <laughs> yeah. When they yeah. would draw characters with like a like one inch black line yeah. around their entire silhouette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that era of cartoons. It was the best era. Andrew, I forgot we have a show today. Oh, we, you know what we do, but we're 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 in the middle of it. We're going through it. We're we're talking about everything. Uh, and, and getting this and getting the scoop and, and, and where our, our guests came from. 38 uh, minutes in, haven't asked a single question from your script. That's how it is. Yeah. I mean, guys, again, this is the show. I this mean, is the show, as few episodes we have left. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna maximize the, I our, think, our I time. I think the la the last episode is how long can we go without asking any actual questions? I think that is it. We're gonna yeah. like use the last episode to just like I'm not even going to prepare any questions. We're just going to see how I long think, we can freewheel and Bob Dylan it. Yeah. I think off topic at one point, this is before we kind of like, this is when we could do this still and not completely mess things up. They they did an episode where they tried to go as long as possible. Oh my God. There's Without like, like getting to the show. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't know. Because it wasn't... It wasn't an era where it was like RTTV and we had to like sign off to the next person to take over and that kind of thing. And it was early-ish in the off-topic era when they were still going just however long they went and just a normal episode was mm. even longer than usual. Um, I mean, this is back in the day when RT podcast went a lot longer than it does now. But now that uh, Gus is in charge, he gets that shit done and wants to go home. Uh, but yeah, there is a, there's an off-topic, like longest off-topic ever. It's something like, Five hours. Something oh like my God. What the fuck? Could not imagine. Jesus Christ. I'd throw up and die. Oh my God. I'm, That's okay. like a whole poison. Have, have, have you met somebody named Michael Jones, the literal here's, here's human, like I, elemental I spent, of talking? I, I spent, uh, yes, a yes. I spent a lot of, so I did that Face Jam road trip with them to Colorado mm -hmm. and uh, I have never met someone who can hold court better than Michael Jones. It doesn't, it doesn't stop off camera, folks. It just keeps going. Also, I guess I read an article about this. There's a percentage of people who don't get hung over. And I think he's one of those assholes. Like I think him and Jordan and Eric Badu are We're having we're having we're having Drew mic problems again. Drew, your mic is dying. Uh or it cut out for a second. I think your your mic doesn't want to do the last five episodes. Am I back? Did I fix it? You're back. I I can hear you. Okay, great. We can hear you. I think yeah, okay, cool. You're back. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Michael yeah. Michael I mean, can drink and not get hung over. That was my point. I I get I get a hang, I get a hangover from mouthwash now. That's how bad it's Jesus gotten for me. Christ. Like I'll hit the scope and be like, oh god, I gotta lay down. I got a nap. That little I'll like the just scope. the alcohol that the little alcohol that touched my lips and that. I'm just oh my god. Wikipedia headache. says it was only three hours was the longest episode. I did I, I that can't that. be it. They had to have gone longer than three. <laughs> So that's what we're gonna for the last episode of the most. We're going to see how long we can go without uh, ever addressing the question. But that's not this episode. This no. episode, we're gonna get to the questions, and with that flawless segue, it brings us to the first, which is, what's the most off-brand thing you do? What's the most off-brand thing you do? I like this question because it's like it's it, it basically a way of rewording. It's like. What's something that you do that just doesn't like? What what's something that no one knows about? That people are like, oh, <laughs> tell Zoe, us it's a like, secret. Zoe, it's like, uh, yeah, tell us a secret. Essentially, it's like, oh, Zoe, it's like, oh yeah, I play video games and I read and stuff like that. I also hunt men for sport, like whatever. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, whatever, what, kind of. whatever it is. Uh, what so? What what would you say, Zoe? What's the most off-brand thing you do? Uh, find men attractive. No, um, <laughs> I was just thinking about this because I started binge watching. Um, Austin 20 somethings, 20 somethings Austin. Oh, yeah. um, and it's it, for, uh, this may be an insensitive, uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Metaphor, but um, I'm like a recovering addict when it comes to <laughs> reality TV, because I will, I'm very good at not watching it. I don't, I like think I don't care. And then like my stepmom who loves reality TV will have it on and I'll walk into the living room and she'll be watching what the fuck ever. And suddenly I'm sitting there with her for six hours. Look like the next one, Nisha. Let's watch the next one. Let's go. And just fucking, it's insane. Transfixed. I and watch, enabling, and enabling, yeah. what's her, what's your stepmom's name? Nisha. 
shout out Nisha for being enabled by Zoe to keep watching. Thank just, you, Nisha. To yeah. just, yeah. just, are you still watching? Absolutely, yes. Netflix. Yes, I am still yes. watching. My Click. love of trash TV, I think. What? How trashy is Austin 20-somethings? I've got Austin 20-somethings was actually kind of wholesome, but like okay. my favorite trash TV was called Floribama Shore, which I think was a great. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. Exactly. It's trash. I like that. I like I, I like someone with like a nice like who, who like has you know ostensibly like good ta like you know uh, refined taste and then it's just like yeah but sometimes I like some fucking visual Taco Bell like I yeah. just right. want some like real fucking garbage just give me give me that give me that give me that slop uh, sometimes we like our slop folks love my slop uh, sometimes some that's the title of the episode sometimes we sometimes like, like, our, like our slop, slop. Uh, that's great John what about you what's the most like off brand thing you do. Hunt men for sport. Okay. Yeah, you know me. Uh, well, as a bisexual, it's not too far from the truth. Uh, but I, I, I was trying to think this through, and I was trying to think of like any because any habit I have or hobby I have that is off brand. But I'm I, I'm pretty on brand uh, when I'm you know on my own. Like it's not like I have something that I I'm I. I I hide as a secret from like any of our community or, or any sure, audience yeah. member that ever thinks, but I, I was thinking about it and sorry, I'm talking through it's this, it's my job. Um, I am a social anxiety ridden introvert, um, who just wants to be left alone and, uh, doesn't like groups of people, um, doesn't like crowds. Um, and, like I said, I'm ha I, I'm happy when I just I'm sitting here with my I'm happy when I'm sitting here reading my comics with my headphones on and ASMR is in my ears. That's John at his bliss. And so every time that I am performing or speaking on a podcast or being an online influencer or anything like that, I am uncomfortable and not in my element. <laughs> But I just act like I'm comfortable, <laughs> right? Because I, I've 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 learned that skill. Do you sure. feel? Do you feel like the benefits of being an influencer online have allowed? I can say you... no to whatever your answer is. <laughs> no, no, have allowed you to do more introverted things because of it. Like because you have the success of like, oh, I. I interact with people online and I put in my time as this part of the job, but now I'm able to go do whatever I want because I mean, it, it has it, have I succeeded in making it a career so far? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and it's, it is more fulfilling than my previous soul sucking like corporate jobs. Cause sure. I, I, uh, I've, I've done as being one of the older people now at the company, I'm one of the people who's like, no, Roosteeth wasn't like, my first career job um it like i had other like career jobs that i were that i was like you know moving up the corporate ladder and that kind mm -hmm, of thing and i mm -hmm. had I, I still have some business john clothes in my closet you know why didn't uh, you wear them for this podcast everybody else wore they, their best they, business yeah. casual yeah uh <laughs> because they they're like one they're ugly as hell and two they don't fit me anymore because they're fat john clothes ah, uh, very good and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly this, uh, it, like, I think there's a lot of people in this company who get charged and energized by like mm -hmm, making mm -hmm. film or making content or that kind of thing. I honestly am hundred percent drained and am recuperating from my job at all times. That uh, is very funny. That's I, very I, interesting. And that, and I, 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 as as an introvert, that's you know, as an introvert at heart, I think that would be that makes perfect sense. That it's like, yeah, the thing I do is like being in front of people, like being on and in front of people and like performing is absolutely like off brand, but it's definitely like the it, it's the it's the bread and butter of my career, but it's so off brand as to like who you yeah. are as like a person, which is funny and like also a testament to your like uh uh you know the performer Perf side yeah, the performance like, you, you, yeah you, you, you the performance yeah you get to turn i mean it i was on, yeah. i was i was raised in that environment my 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 family are like the von traps in that we uh, were we were the musical hiding theater from family the Nazis. yes 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 we were hiding from the Nazis, and, and my father <laughs> yes. was like one of them for a second and then became not yeah then uh no like my father was a director and a composer and a conductor and uh you know 
we he started a community theater uh, uh, group that did Broadway shows, you know, um, like Joseph of the Maze Technicolor Dreamcoat yeah. and Fiddler on the Roof and that kind of thing. And so I was raised in that environment. Um, and yeah, when all, all of us kids are like musically inclined to some degree and, and have performed to some degree and things like that. So I've, I use all those skills here. Um, but no, I, I'm ha <laughs> like, I've, I have to tell my kids multiple times that's like, Dad can't talk right now. We need to not talk for a moment. Dad is overwhelmed <laughs> from talking because my 11 year old can just talk for forever. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. you are breaking dad. You are literally breaking dad. And so I just need to just need to just you know, recharge for a little bit. Uh, apparently when I was a kid, a child, I have no memory of this, but apparently when I was a child, a, a young child, probably a sub five years old, I was sitting in the back seat uh, and my mom was driving. And apparently I was just like talking for like, an hour straight and my mom at some point just go to, said andrew honey i love you very much and you can keep talking but i can't listen anymore i just like <laughs> i can't i just i can't that's a, you've hit the limit <laughs> and i'm just right. like I, I i keep keep going but i will probably not be responding to you or like acknowledging anything you say i've kind of got to tune out but, I want to uh, acknowledge something in chat. So, uh, Chingley sixty three said, "Who at RT is an extrovert?" I feel like I never hear anyone say they are one, and I think you're you're correct to a degree. There are plenty of extroverts. Me, um, yeah, there are there are plenty. Um, I mean, we just talked about Mike, Michael Jones is an extrovert, right? Um, yeah. But uh, we do have a lot of introverts. But there is a sliding scale. Sure, it's it's of, a spectrum, like everything. of of like Big who, time. how much of yeah of how much of an introvert you are, and you know, I, I'm 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 at the bottom of the scale that's, that's, I was as gonna far say as like I, I feel like I'm the opposite of you. I I <laughs> present very introverted or like very like oh I, I kind of keep I try to like but I just want attention all the time. Yeah, I want to talk to everybody. You're all charged the time. by like, being around people and like, but I try to like play it cool. Like, no, I like reading books and doing stuff. By my no, that's not true. Yeah, it's not my true at all. Uh, where, well, uh, Zoe, I, I, I know I, I don't think I know enough about you to know to be able to land to be able to guess what you are, where where you land on the spectrum as far as like what charges you, what energizes you is, is, is what is it? Yeah, I, I think I identify as an introverted extrovert because I do like get my energy, like you said, from talking to people and interacting with people, especially right now, because it doesn't happen that often. Sure. But like, I have to get comfortable first and I'm working on that. But like, if I'm in like a group of people, I do really, really, really well. But sometimes if it's like one-on-one, -on -one, my fucking God, do not look at me, do not oh, talk to me. I will corner, I, 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 we've already talked about this. I corner people. I will corner you and talk to you about existential shit until you find an excuse to leave. Like that do, you know why, do you know why I get along with you, Drew? Why? You're just, you're, you're my mom. Okay, You're, uh, uh, that's what you are, and I think, but uh, but I am, but I can I connect really well with my mom, which makes no sense because she is an she is she is that extroverted person that she can talk to anybody so and will corner are. them. I uh, so two things. One, I think like someone in chat mentioned that you know there if you watch a lot of RT content, you would like. It, it would lean you to believe that not many people here are extroverts, even though we have a very extroverted job and we're like always on and performing. And to that, I say, having a job in entertainment where you're public facing will turn you into an introvert, even I'll if you're agree. not, even if you're not one. Like if you, if you go into this business and you like, are you know, you have like bug for performing and want to be like in front of people and like get your energy that way. And like, like performing. I mean, I come from that world. I like, did comedy for years before I like got into this business and like, that's great. But when you make it your job and when it, you have to do it for hours a day, every day, week after week, you will become an introvert. It will turn you into mm -hmm. one because you, you, you can't then turn like that current, like, like you have to get a recharge somewhere. You have to be able to like, uh, you need so, like solitude. You need something. Uh, 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 you need to be able to turn it off and on. And I feel like because you or you'll burn yourself out. You'll you'll like have a nervous breakdown. And I think and that's I think, why a lot of people in the public eye do have nervous breakdowns because they have nowhere to turn. They have nowhere to uh, to to sort of recharge and get an outlet because it's always on on on. And I think um, that's something that needs to be taught more, especially to, now that entertainment is a little more you like you're able to get into the entertainment industry a little easier 
is, uh, uh, and I just learned this recently in the last year, boundaries are a thing that exists and are important. Wasn't aware that that was a concept uh, until maybe a year and a half ago. Um, And I think... It might have been an Emma Watson quote. Someone I recently read, it was just, this is like some of the things you've heard before and it's just nice every time you hear it, but it's just Mm. a good way of like summarizing something where they said, no is a full sentence. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's so trite and so like live, laugh, love on your wall kind of a thing. But also <laughs> it's sometimes those things really hit you where you have to be reminded of that. Yeah. Because uh, for boundaries, like, and, and, and even in setting boundaries, you don't need to explain your boundaries. Right. Yeah. And I think too, that plays into what Drew was, was talking about too. In, in, in the, uh, cause we're, we're uh, being in here in inter- entertainment, honestly, being in most fields at, at this point, uh, in the world, uh, being in the attention economy, we're all vying for like some like portion of someone's attention. Sure. Um, and whether that's like personal or, uh, whether it's uh, monetary, like whether that's for like your own, like, uh, uh psychological reasons, or it's whether how you want you just money. somebody to buy your keycaps, mm-hmm. you know, I want somebody I mean, to buy your keycaps. If you got some kick-ass <laughs> keycaps, um, you like, I, I think like the, the, the struggle is to get that, but then on your terms, which is what I think everyone is like struggling for is that idea of like getting attention. It's like, don't perceive me unless that's what I want at this particular moment. Right. And that's like such, mm-hmm. and you know, that is a, 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 a hot commodity. Very, very, very uh, seldom are you offered. Is that on offer is getting like the attention that you want on your terms. And so like what I, what I say to people, uh, you know, who want to get into any kind of like performing or like do this job or like work at a company like this, it's like, it's one of those things that's like, God, I pray you don't get everything you ever wanted. Because sure. there is this like very There is monkey, a monkey paw element. There's to a it. very monkey's paw element. And like, so, you know, anytime uh, you know, and I and I, I think we all do. We have friends that are like like capital F famous, like are like touring like comedians or act on shows or like act in movies, like and you know, it's you're you're one of those things that's like, oh, feel sorry for this person to make a million fucking dollars movie. And that's like, like if you have like one-on-one conversations with those people, it's like, yeah, it's, there's a little bit of monkey's paw, uh, right. stress, stress to it. Um, because you're, you know, again, that attention is not like you get the attention, but it's not always on your terms. And so that is a very, like the more, and I would say that there's an inverse relationship to that is the more attention you get. I mean, I'm, and I'm saying the breadth of it. So the more, the more attention breadth you get, the less it's on your terms. And mm-hmm. so that's, that, that's the trade-off. Ugh. Um, so Dark. bleak, <laughs> well, a full existential circle, everyone. <laughs> Uh, are we going to get to the second question is the question that I have on my mind. Right uh, now. and you know what we will, and we'll do it real fast. Go uh, fast. Oh, oh, this, oh, this one's easy. This one, this one's easy. This is like a, a real quick, like, Ooh, little, like mm, little, piece a little, of, treat. little, a little truffle treat. Uh, and, and it is very much related. So the second question is what's the most you've ever treated yourself? Ooh, Ooh. what's the most you've ever Spotted. treated yourself? So, uh, John, we'll start with you. What's the most yeah, you've ever I'll, treated I'll, yourself? Uh, I, I think I can actually land this in the world of being on theme with ex- existential crisis. Um, oh, nice. I, uh, when, when I got divorced, uh, like eight, you know, six, six years ago, something like that. Um, I uh, had in order to pay for my divorce and just do the whole transition, I zeroed out everything I had as far as money went. So at age 30, I had $0, which is actually a bonus because before then I was in crippling debt due to my ex. Um, <laughs> and so it's kind of like I had to trade off any money I did have in my bank account at that point to pay for the divorce. But then in doing the divorce, I didn't have any more debt and like that. But anyways, I then spent plenty of time, you know, being very scared of money and, and trying to really save as much as possible just so I could actually go back to a world of like paying my bills and not, you know, looking at my gas tank and going like, hmm, well, I get to work today kind of thing. Um, uh, build up from that to actually having some spendable money again, but still holding on to it and never using it. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, and I'm going to connect this to our phone conversation as well. I'm connecting everything to this whole answer, wow. everything we've talked about. Um, uh, and I went and saw uh, the Ter- uh, Taryn Egerton uh, reboot of Robin Hood, 
Mm -hmm. uh, the Robin Hood film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. Um, it's a terrible reboot. And halfway through this terrible film, I don't think because of the film, like that it was a bad film. I think the film was bad enough that I was bored and my mind was just kind of wandering so much that I had just an immediate like dread and realization of my mortality mm -hmm. and that I'm like, I could die today. I could die today. And every once in a while I have those kinds of feelings. And I, I look at my, like my savings account or anything in my checking account that's left over and that kind of thing. And I'm like, what's the point of having this? I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> okay. yeah. And so I, in order to curb that, instead of just going and like blowing it all on, I'm like, you know, but here's put all it all on, on black, roll, uh -huh. roll that wheel, that kind sure. of thing. I went and I bought a new phone that I did not need. My current phone was fine and working good. One generation behind. So definitely not like in need of a new phone. Sure. But I went and I just bought it and I bought it outright. And that was just because I wanted it because I wanted it. Mm -hmm. There you and go. And so I went and I bought uh, like the, like the, 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 the Google Pixel, like the latest Google Pixel at the time and bought it. And that was my, that was my way of treating myself and curbing my existential dread. There you go. Nice. B beautiful. What about you, Zoe? Very good. Well. Uh, you did remind me that this was totally a treat to myself because Very yeah, I could, could not really afford this. I traded in a bunch of phones for it, but I did it for my birthday <laughs> and it was great. But my original answer was um, I'm a huge Last of Us fan. And when The Last of Us Part 2 went on pre-order, they put a huge like Ellie edition box yeah. that had like a bunch of crap in it that I didn't yeah. need. I know I did, but I kind of no. wanted it. Um, and then it was sold out, but then they brought it back and I was like, fuck yeah. So I dropped 250 bucks on it and that that would be my answer. Nice. Yes. That's is. a good one. Nice. That's very good. I like that a lot. I. It's so funny. I was like, yeah. I mean, I got. A, I. I bought my iPhone like outright, and like it's like, ooh, this is like treating myself. And then what? It's like speaking of monkey's paw. It's like, ooh, I get this like fancy new iPhone, and all it does is have words on it that make me mad all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, all it does, all I do is look at it and get frustrated. Oh, it's like god. Twitter. Oh god, damn it. Ugh. Uh, oh, hello, okay. it's noon, hello, please. It's noon. Oh. Uh, you mean one? It's 1 o'clock. It's 1 p.m., <laughs> Are you yeah. on the eastern seaboard? Hello, it's noon, uh, Not even there. It's 2 p.m. there. Oh, Okay, so we, we, need to do the rap, we need to do the rapid Mountain fire time. very quickly. Um, yeah. Rapid, rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, wait. These, oh, and by the way, these are all new questions. The, the last episode all of the show questions. are all new questions. So. Oh, and here's what you win, by the way. Yeah, uh, what do you win? What do they win, Andrew? Is it your saxophone? Oh. No, it's a oh, oh because we're in Austin. Uh, you get a big jerry oh, yeah. can of water. Thank God. Twenty that's liters. Where, that's oh. where this weight in gold. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We're it's it's fucking a Mad Max Fury Road out here. Uh, you're getting uh, uh, delicious, delicious water that was uh, that was filled up before the boil notice. So this is drinkable right out of the jug. You don't need uh, you don't need to boil it. Um, Very good. That's what they win. Okay. Okay. Ready, Zoe? You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, here we go. How much money would you pay to go to space? $4. Do you like Blink-182? Yeah. What is something that you're bad at but enjoy doing? Um, making keycaps. <laughs> What's something about your job that you still don't understand? Uh, all of it. The correct answer is, uh, uh, I forget what the correct answer is. What's Air a movie table. that you absolutely hated? What's a what that I absolutely hated? A movie. A mo um, the Matrix. <laughs> Have you ever no! kind of wanted yeah. to be stranded on a deserted island? If I what? <laughs> have you ever kind of wanted to be stranded yeah. on a deserted island? Yeah. Um, have you read Infinite Jest? No. Do you like dirt cake? Yes. Are you in line side of a skyscraper? No. Do you know Andrew well? No. What's your go-to doodle? Uh, uh, smiley face. Do you get your tires rotated? Yeah. Have you ever had to go to a nursing home and entertain the old folks? My grandmother, yes. Have you ever done something that you thought was cool, but it was actually cringy? Sure, probably. Ma mountains or beach? Mountains. Do you think ants can see viruses? No. <laughs> Do you believe we only use 10% of our brains? No. Time. Good uh, answers. Those are really good answers. Uh, give, mountains give her, 100%. And the answer, give, her a, uh, give her a 17. plus one because I couldn't think of the word Airtable. Uh, yes. Okay. Air so table. 18, 18, 18, 18. Yeah. Airtable. Airtable is the answer to, Airtable. is there a part of your job that you don't understand? I love uh, Airtable. I, I think that might be the only Airtable. part of my job I understand. Yeah. Airtable <laughs> Cannot... is my god. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, it's Andrew, minus it's, three points. It's okay. the uh, non-person part of my job. Therefore, I can understand it. Exactly. All right. John, are you go, ready? John. Yeah, let's go. 
Okay. What's the birth? Oh God. Um, what's the worst? You need to get no. You give me those seconds back. No, you give me those seconds back. You're getting them back. <laughs> the, what's the worst book you've ever read? Oh, the Bible. Um, do, I knew you were going to say that. Do you like it when people sing the happy birthday song to you? No. Uh, do you go by sell by dates or will you eat something after that? I, I follow sell by dates. Uh, when was the last time you ran at top speed? Uh, probably like a week ago. Have you ever found a tick on yourself? No. Have you ever built a Gundam? No. Have you ever shotgunned a beer? No. What's your favorite garbage pizza? Oh, they had the, the, the Thanksgiving one at Alamo. Mechanical yellow or drawing pencil? Mechanical. Do you like those big movie theater pickles? Yeah. Name a word you like. Loquacious. Uh, do you compost? No. Is French kissing gross? No. If seven was a day of the week, what, what, what day would it be? Mm, Saturday, I guess. Name a dog. Yours. What's the last charitable thing you did? Oh, uh, bought my kids ice cream. Do you know what macrame is? No. Time. Woo! How do you do? 17. So oh. one shot, Zoe. One shot. Here. Had I not, Get had the I not water. forgotten what air table was, it would have been a tie. It would have been a tie. All right. Oh, well, very, very good. Um, thank you guys so much for being on what this. What a delight. One, what a delight what an to have you both delight. on. Thank you for having um, us. As we, as we wind down, as we slowly sunset the show, uh, we really appreciate our guests that we're having on in the last few weeks. But uh, we'll be back next week with some guests, and we will see you then next Tuesday. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We love you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. Me too. <laughs>